0: everyone this is Chris and for this week's episode we are again lifting the audio from a, uh, a video we did on our YouTube channel not too long ago where we are looking at ranking the monster verse films uh, at least up until this point um, yeah just wanted to get that out there for this week uh, we also might be potentially going on a short hiatus soon i'm not sure um i just wanted to share that in case i do make that decision just because uh things are starting to pick up with uh with work a fair bit um which is great but then also on that side um Things are also picking up on the anxiety front and mental health front in ungood ways. Um, So I might need to take a brief step back from the show, Um, but we'll see how that goes. That could just be doing one episode a month again for a while, or just taking a brief break and then coming back to the two episodes, um, two episodes a month kind of thing, or just looking at where we might post when, whenever we post in the month. Um, It's just this month is going to be very, very busy with work. And then Jill and I have had the wonderful opportunity to get away for our anniversary in late October for a week. Um, So it might just be, hey, it might be taking a break for the month of October and coming back in November. There'll be a a comment on our socials if that ends up being the case. Um, And it's not a going away. It's just taking taking a brief break kind of thing. Um, so we might end up doing that. I'll let you guys know. But in the meantime, wanted to get this out. And I hope you enjoy this episode where we rank the four live action MonsterVerse films. Hope you enjoy and take care. This is Chris, and you're watching One Cross Video, a.k.a. 2099 OCR video, a.k.a. something else. I might change up the title. Um, three things out. Uh, so before we dive in, just a couple uh, housekeeping items. Some people have asked, hey, Chris, whatever happened to the shorts? Uh, what happened to the OCR shorts? Isn't this it? Um no. And I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the shorts. There's been some stuff, and I eventually might talk about it, but we'll we'll I'll figure that out when I get there. Um, but through a lot of encouragement from my incredible wife, uh, Jill, shout out to Jill, the amazing. Um, she's been encouraging me to get out of my head, get out of my shell a bit. And with the mental health stuff that I've been having going on, and hey, if you're a first-time viewer or listener, I have uh, depression, anxiety, and ADHD, and it's a fun mix um, where things that used to bring me joy and energy don't always. Um, anyways, so this is going to be the start of that. I'm going to try to do... Uh, More videos. I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to switch up the platforms that they're on, Um, if I'm going to switch them over from – I was doing the shorts on Instagram. I'd also post them on YouTube. I might switch it up to more so YouTube, but we'll, we'll figure that out as we go. Um, the other thing I wanted to shout out is in the little intro video there you would have noticed a uh, a lo fi remix of the Godzilla theme that I particularly want to shout out the creator um m m nim- m i'm so sorry m nim otis music I'm gonna link to their profile but it's it's a dope remix um and it felt appropriate. So it tied into what we're doing today and today we are ranking the Monsterverse. I have been on a Godzilla kick recently um and rankings are are fun. Um at some point I might try to rank the Toho canon, but that sucker is long and that's also daunting. Um because of how many years and eras and how do you decide? And then the hot the huge highs and the low lows. Um, The Monsterverse has, at least to me, been much more consistent. Um, And with there only being, so far, only four films, it it makes it easier. The other thing I'm going to say is I'm not looking at this as worst to best, just because, well, frankly, um, I enjoy all these movies, all four, and I don't think there's a bad film in the bunch now of course there's ones that I enjoy more than others there's ones where I think the filmmaking craft in it um, was executed better than other than others within it but I'm hesitant to call any of these the worst Um, so this is just my personal preference and my personal rankings it's easy because it's a top there's only four so hey what's what's number four and what's number one none of that's a bad spot so i'm gonna i'm gonna jump right in and at the start of this at the start of the monsterverse i didn't think this would be the case but coming in at number four i almost held three but four is 2014's godzilla um the garrett edwards uh godzilla now I like this flick. It's not that it's a bad movie. I, I remember at the time, not like anybody was beating up on the movie, like, oh, it's bad. But the movie was marketed um, very much as a spiritual remake, successor, whatever you want to call it, of the 1954 uh, original Gojira. Um And it was it was leaning into that serious side. It was leaning into a bit of that dark side, especially with um, how heavily featured Brian Cranston, who was acting his butt off um, in in his role. Um, But he was featured heavily in the marketing. And there was a lot of stuff that we, we didn't know about the Mutos. We didn't there was a lot we didn't see. And. 2014 ended up being more so of a mid to late Showa era film than the original. And Cranston was out after the first act. Um, he was in it, I think, for about the first hour, um, and that that threw people for a loop. And also, we didn't see much of Godzilla, but I don't hold that against the movie. The little we saw was dope. And when we finally, because we get Little flashes here, little flashes there, little teases. So then, when we got to the end of the movie, with the, into the fight with the Mudos, it was dope. It it was earned. Um, in some ways, it reminded me of of Jaws, where we get the the scant glimpses until we got him showing up out of the water. Um, and what also worked with this is with the within those scant glimpses. It established the the scale, the scale of Godzilla in this, in comparison to the humans, in comparison to the buildings. Like you are sold on the size, and his size does not change. He's just impressively large. Um, so I, I really dig this movie. Um, there's things I, of course, I after seeing it as it is, I'd, I'd enjoy another cut where we got more of the action and less intercutting with the human stuff. Uh, But the human stuff was necessary. Could it have been better? Sure. Was it terrible? No. We've seen worse human stuff in the 98 flick um, from Tristar, and we've seen worse human stuff throughout the Toho canon. Um, It was what it was, the the human stuff, but it, it was enjoyable. The film has a solid cast although later films are casted better no offense to this one um but one coming up uh two in particular two movies coming up but one in particular is so stellarly cast that it makes the the not great human material mo- at least to me more palatable um and more enjoyable and it's not that I don't enjoy what's here it's just that it's all right and the stuff in the other ones I found was done better um tonally it's the most serious of the four um but it still connects it still connects and connects well and being uh seeing this in theaters that first time i still remember utterly fangirling like when godzilla does the atomic breath and it charges up that was dope um i enjoy this flick it was a great starting block, um, a stepping stone, whatever you want to call it. It was a great springboard, and it's a very, very enjoyable movie in its own right. And that and I know that there's in the Godzilla fandom people are like, how dare you put this in the fourth place of the monster films? But it's personal opinion. And it's not that I think it's weak, it's just that I enjoy some of the others more. I, I go to watch them more. Um Number three is the most recent entry, and that's uh, Godzilla versus Kong. I enjoy this a lot. It is a lot of fun, uh, especially especially the fight between Godzilla and Kong. Um, the throwdowns in it are, are fantastic. Um, the technological jumps that we've made since uh, King of the Monsters... They could have explained that a little bit more. On one hand, I'm fine with it, because it's a it's Godzilla. Um and I can unpack that a little bit for the uninitiated um or others who are like, no, but it needs to be serious. Like Godzilla is serious, but also easily goes to the silly. Uh the Showa era we got aliens. In the in the Heisei area, we got Aliens, time travel, and psychic people. Um, I'm I'm fine with this showing up. It's partially part of the parcel. Uh, Godzilla lends itself to this fantastical sci-fi element, um, so it didn't it didn't really bother me as much. Um, but it was a bigger leap than the leap we got from 2014 to King of the Monsters. Um, to me it was a bigger technological leap from king of the monsters to godzilla versus kong um the human characters are all right it's got a good cast um but you're there for godzilla versus kong mecha godzilla is a little bit of a misfire i don't i've seen people who love it i've seen people who hate it i don't hate it i'm all right with it i it could have been done better um but it was still okay. Like, it's it's not a bad movie. It's it's a fun romp. Uh, and it left me excited for more MonsterVerse films. Um, but there were other movies that I found did the fun and the human character stuff a little bit better. Um, that's not to diminish this. It was a lot of fun. For a number of people, it is their number one. And I, I get why. It's just... There's other aspects to two other movies coming up that I enjoyed a little bit more. Um, Godzilla got top billing, but this was a Kong movie with like guest starring Godzilla. The balance wasn't as, as good necessarily. Um, but I overall thoroughly enjoyed what's there. It's, it's a good flick. It's a fun, fun flick to toss on. Um, but there's, Another two that I think did things a little bit better. So coming into number two is what is, I'd say, general audiences number one. Um, and that would be Kong Skull Island. Skull Island is dope. It's such a good movie. It's such a fun time. And it's also, it and King of the Monsters, I think, have, are some of the best casted movies um not only in the monsterverse but in recent in recent memory um because yes even though tom hiddleston's character and bree larson's character don't get a good amount of development both actors bring a charm and a likability to the roles that you're like okay sure your your character might be thin but you're having fun and that's making me have fun as a viewer um and then you've got Sam Jackson actually acting his butt off, not just playing the Sam Jackson character, although we do get a bit of that. Um, John Goodman, friggin' I, so many people who you're like, I recognize that guy, like, I can't remember his name, but the guy who played Easy e in, in the Straight Outta Compton movie, he's in it, and he does good. Um, and of course, of course, the dude who plays the dude who plays marlo and i'm i'm struggling to remember his name even though it was on the tip of my tongue uh so give me one second i'm so sorry about this uh, marlo Ah, uh, there we go john c riley his name was on the tip of my tongue and then of course I, it slipped and then you freeze uh no and john c riley honestly might be the most like he makes his character the most lovable character, and I think the one that people gravitate to the most out of any of the human characters in the MonsterVerse, and that's a testament to him as an actor. Like John C. Riley, um, I wasn't aware how much range he had, and over the past couple of years, I've slowly become aware of it. But he took what could easily be a one-note comedic character, but he made it his own. He made you care about it so his character so much that they reshot stuff so we got that mid-credit scene or over the credits it's him being reunited with his family and everybody loved that and that's that's a testament to what he brought to the role. His character and a number of the other characters and their interchanges are are awesome. What I also really dig about Skull Island is to me it is the most original king kong movie uh since the original because for better or for worse every other kong movie has been chasing the original and any time we've gone to skull island when we went back in the 70s even though why they were going was different um and then when we went back in 2005 with jackson and it was like nope we're we're going to shoot a movie like they did in 33 it's, hey, we're on this island, and there's the dinosaurs, and there's the T-Rex fight, and there's the the jaw ripping, and the beauty killed the beast, and all that. Kong Skull Island got to be its own thing. We it, Like, you at most of dinosaurs, you see a, a Triceratops skull, and that's it. Um, you get a nice mix of regular animals, then these huge freaky animals from like this the land that time forgot but in the 70s and its aesthetic its 70s vietnam era aesthetic was dope it was a lot of fun um there's stuff i wish that they from the trailer i i still remember the trailer had that shot where out of nowhere kong's jumping off the side of the mountain to punch the skull crawler in the face I wish that didn't get included in the trailer because that was such a dope shot that that would have been such a nice surprise. Um, and even the director recognizes that there's flaws. Like, And I'm not saying any of these are perfect movies, but this one was a lot of fun. Um, and it, it requires the least amount of work um, to, I think, the casual audience because Godzilla is much more niche, especially in the West, than Kong is. Kong, even though Godzilla's acceptance in wider audiences has only grown over the past couple of years, like Kong always had that from 33 onwards. So it wasn't like, hey, we're selling this monster as serious now, and we got to overcome stuff from bad impressions from a 98 flick, and then also not treating it seriously and only getting ones from the late 70s um and not really giving anything their due and bad dubs. Um, Godzilla had a bit of a hurdle to to get over. Kong didn't. Um, so it you really just get to dive in and jump in with it and it's it's so solid. It's so much fun. Um, coming in on number one to me might be the controversial one and I, I get it. But heck, this is my list, and also this is the one I – as a kaiju fanboy, this is the one I get the most enjoyment out of, um, even though it would I say it's a better film than uh, than Skull Island. Not necessarily. Not really. Do the human characters connect with me as much? No. But am I geeking out the entire time I'm watching it? 1,000%. So coming in at number one is my my favorite of the MonsterVerse. It's Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I wish this had been better received, um, but it does have a bit of an uphill battle. Because uh, now we're not only doubling down on Godzilla, we're also bringing in three other iconic Toho characters Um, two of which who've had their own films and one had their own side franchise, Um, and we're having to take those and sell them again to a wider audience while also including the biggest bad of of Godzilla, no offense to Destroya, but I'd say Ghidorah is the big bad. We're getting in Ghidorah. This, to me, is a should-be a a long-time Godzilla fan's not wet dream, but you get what I'm going for. Um, Never, never did I think I'd ever see Mothra, Rodan, or King Ghidorah on the big screen. And those are the things that make me love this movie. The fact that these monsters that I've been watching uh, in... uh, like on TV on the space station uh channel 50 when they do Godzilla marathons on some Saturdays um and you'd be peripherally aware and eventually in the early 2000s when when some of the high-safe flicks were finally getting DVD distribution you could get it from Blockbuster like these are characters that I had watched in poorly dubbed awfully dubbed <laughs> uh North American releases and then you're eventually able to get access to the Japanese originals um, but finally seeing them with a big budget that was awesome and it's, it's still awesome It like whenever I throw the movie on I've got a smile on my face the entire time is it shy brow no is it schlock absolutely not it's fun monster chaos it also shows beauty in destruction which is a difficult line to tell the destruction isn't mean-spirited you feel it but it's also not like destruction for lack of another term destruction porn like just oh let's blow everything up let's be the final hour of friggin man of steel for no reason um the cast is really solid. Yes, some people could have been given more to do. And yeah, sure, there could be some leaps of logic. I'm watching a movie where Ghidorah is acknowledged as an alien. and I'm wa- So I'm watching a movie with an alien three-headed dragon. Friggin' I don't care that someone's motivation is like, we'll unleash these monsters on the world to kind of reset it. Sure, works for me. I'm watching a movie with a giant radioactive monster that breathes atomic, that shoots an atomic beam out of its mouth while also watching a movie featuring its nemesis that's a giant three-headed dragon that's fallen from space as an invasive species. I think this movie delivers on so many promises. It was awesome to see these characters in a modern budget, because even though they started looking better in the Heisei era than they did in the Showa, um, Ghidorah has never looked better. And also, I'd say this is the movie that absolutely nailed uh, King Ghidorah on his on his premise, because when he first shows up as Monster Zero, um we're told about like the destructive force and all that but ghidorah's also been kind of frequently brought in and reintroduced as being mind controlled by aliens this is the destructive force of nature that we were told ghidorah it was we're seeing it and he's doing it of his own malicious volition um i love it they gave each head the personality The scale of him was beyond epic. Uh, Those shots you get to see where he's showing up, like where he first shows up and friggin Cube's son is in the movie and drops the one F-bomb and it it works. Um, But then whenever it's Ghidorah showing up either by himself or when Godzilla faces off with him in the Antarctic, I don't... I've seen people complain like, oh, but there's too much snow and stuff. I don't care. Like, To me, I can see it crystal clear, and it's, again, something I never thought I'd see, something as a kid from when I was young till that time that I wanted to see but never thought I would. It's such a fun movie that I don't care that it's it's not as serious as it could be, and some decisions you're like, well, that's kind of dumb, but I'm having so much fun. And it brings such a smile to my face that I'm like, no, I'm in. That's the one I watch the most um, because so many things are nailed and there's some of the best versions of these characters and they've brought in these characters to a wider audience. <laughs> um, they've made people more interested in the Toho canon where I'm like, a, this is it. Uh, so there we go. So I just, Numbers four, uh, number coming in at number four, we got the 2014 Godzilla. Number three is Godzilla versus Kong. Number two is Kong Skull Island. And my number one is King of the Monsters. Don't at me. I get it. I know it's not everybody's, and some people were disappointed that it wasn't in the same tone that the 2014 one was, but... I love so much of what's in there. Flaws and all, That I'm like, no, I'm here for it, man. This is friggin' awesome. Uh, Ghidorah being an alien, getting called Monster Zero, friggin' Mothra. the larva form and the moth form looking dope. Rodon showing up looking dope. uh, I'm here for it. It's awesome. Like, yeah, sure, the the oxygen destroyer was a nice nod. Could have been done better. Not going to deny that, but I was here for it. It was a lot of fun. And there's room for that in Godzilla. I'd argue that more of the franchise is the fun than the serious stuff. But when the serious stuff hits and it's done well, it's beyond dope. It's the dopest part of the franchise. But a lot of the Godzilla franchise has been silly monster fun. And King of the Monsters has that in spades and arguably the best of the franchise. All right. Hope you enjoyed today's video. I didn't think I'd go on for 24 minutes, but here we are. Uh, Yeah, we'll be back with another video. Hope you enjoyed this, and take care, my friends. Peace. God bless.